Alright everybody, it's John back again here with CryptoTop and to talk to you guys about some of the trending articles in the crypto news space for today. So uh, first things first as always, thanks to all those who have subscribed. I really do appreciate it. And down in the description you can find a link for links to the articles talked about depending on where you're finding me. So without further ado, let's dig in and talk about VeChain a little bit. Uh, VeChain and DNVGL. Uh, VeChain does a lot of work with the DNVGL. We've talked about both of them many times on this channel. Uh, but in a, this new article that we're going to be talking about, VeChain has presented a new application to help fight the coronavirus. Good old VTrust. Uh, it's a blockchain-based risk self-assessment application. So the idea is to uh, improve the security and risk management during and after the coronavirus. What fun. By using this one-stop data BAS platform VeChain toolchain, VeChain combines DNVGL's hospital-grade MyCare methodology to track record and to help businesses start managing COVID-19 risk factors starting with small to mid-scale hotels in China. We've actually talked about this on the channel before. VeChain was partnering up with a couple different hotel providers in China to beta this technology and it looks like it's going live. So using VTrust, hotels can create unalterable and trustworthy proof of cleanliness and or safety standards in their hotel in order to evaluate and monitor the preparation of meals or the housekeeping in the hotel. By using the VChain toolchain and VTrust, a standard self-assessment checklist for infection risk management can be created and then followed. Not too bad. I like what they're doing. Again, this is types of real-world applications are why I like VeChain a lot, and why a lot of you guys like VeChain. Again, I see my own analytics. You guys really like VeChain. You really do. People are searching it all the time. I'm actually very surprised it's not worth more given the amount of interest it has around it. So VTrust is also expected to deliver additional long-term benefits by providing online training materials and in-app evaluation checklists. Not too bad of an idea. Uh, but the real thing is, why is this necessary? So according to official figures, the coronavirus caused a loss of more than $9.4 billion in sales in China's hotel industry, yet yeah, just their hotel industry, and a strong loss of confidence. Um, I can see that. I mean, I know personally have always thought hotels were kind of germy. I mean, you're sleeping in a bed that a few hundred, possibly thousand other people have slept in over the course of months or years sometimes decades if you're going to a real uh, shisty place. Uh, the wife and I try not to use hotels whenever possible, but uh, such is life. Though we do travel a fair amount, when you travel you kind of have to, so it's one of those catch-22s. Uh, in the process of this, 74% of all hotels were closed for more than 27 days in China. Uh, VTrust is designed to help restore confidence in the industry and give companies the ability to better assess and evaluate certain processes. So basically, they can look at their own analytics and their own data and use that to be like, okay, where are we doing well? Where are we falling short? Where do we need more people? Where do we need less people? Uh -huh. and that's all the fun stuff so the business can figure out, oh yeah, we've got 15 people, but we only really need 10. 
Well, they can downside to 10. But this other department has 10 people, it needs 20. Well, let's move five over there and hire on five more. So it gives them that ability to look at things, assess their own risk management, and then because it's on the blockchain and immutable and unalterable, we can then take a look at all that fun stuff and decide for ourselves whether or not they're doing a good job. So hats off again to UV Chain. Keep up the good work. Uh, but all right, let's hop on over and talk about Tron. They just partnered up with one inch so they can expand over on the DeFi system even more. Uh, they've been in the DeFi business for like a few months, but things move pretty fast, both in Justin Sun's world and the crypto space at large. Uh, the latest development is a landmark strategic partnership between Tron and the One Inch Exchange, the largest decentralized exchange aggregator on Ethereum. As part of the deal, Tron's newly launched decentralized trading protocol, JustSwap, will integrate with both OneInch and MooniSwap, which is OneInch's very own automated market maker, just like SushiSwap or Uniswap. Uh, they all essentially do the same thing, different slight tweaks, but it's pretty cool that Tron's getting in on the game. Again, I go back and forth on Tron, and I'm very much on the Tron side right now. We'll see how long this goes. Uh, this partnership means that another highly regarded Ethereum DeFi project has chosen to throw its weight behind the Tron ecosystem, which is currently expanding at a furious rate. Uh, JustSwap, which is a TRC20-based alternative to Uniswap, so a Tron-powered one versus an Ethereum-powered one, is the first token exchange protocol on Tron. So much like Uniswap, it's there to help liquidity providers earn fees and pool token pairs and provide all these fun liquidities and earn things and all the fun stuff that DeFi does. But having celebrated its one-year birthday by exceeding half a billion dollars in volume earlier in 2020, One Inch has been ostensibly tapped to enhance JustSwap's access to a crypto trading audience while improving its overall price accuracy. It makes sense. I'd hope it Tron needs to continue to grow and gain name recognition and all that fun stuff if it really wants to expand. Uh, having celebrated its one year birthday, for one inch is pretty good too. They're definitely becoming a bit more of an established player in the space. So honestly, this partnership seems like a match made in heaven. Uh, the integration of Mooniswap. Meanwhile, enables liquidity providers to capture profits otherwise captured by arbitrage. Uh, Tron intends to incentivize liquidity providers on Mooniswap by rewarding them with Tron, uh, which is still a top 15 cryptocurrency by market cap. I believe it's number 14 right now. Uh, it's had some ups and downs, but haven't they all at this point? Uh, it remains to be seen what this partnership will do long term but it's very interesting to see the beginnings of what could be something very interesting very profitable and groundbreaking this could be the start of some good things for tron uh you know just swap has been the most talked about new protocol it exceeded 10 million dollars of volume on its opening day uh with a 24-hour trading volume currently exceeding 125 million according to coin gecko uh they've announced support for 581 trading pairs so it looks like they've captured some DeFi traders who are kind of dissatisfied with ethereum soaring gas fees and shruggish settlement which to me is perfectly understandable it's definitely been um an interesting road that we've taken with ethereum and they really 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 need to get 2.0 up and going but hey let's take a look over here 
yeah, Wi-Fi or Yearn.Finance is getting listed on Coinbase Pro. So yeah, and it's currently traded at three hundred or sorry, thirty-four thousand two hundred seventy-one dollars. Uh, it's going to go live on Coinbase Pro on September the 14th. This is big news. Things that end up on Coinbase Pro more than often end up on Coinbase itself. And of course, there's the Coinbase effect to think of. Uh, but it will mark the latest DeFi governance coin added to the exchange. It added Compound and Maker in June and Band Protocol over just in August. So it's not been too, too long. At uh, the cost of a single... Wi-Fi peaked at $39,306 on August the 31st, and so it's trading down a little bit, but not too terrible. I honestly think it could go up uh, based on these announcements. It's definitely a good thing for Yearn to be on Coinbase. It'll allow people to purchase it directly if it makes it to Coinbase itself. For right now, it's on Coinbase Pro, which is more of an exchange. So... If it makes it that next step, it'll be quite interesting. Um, and all this for a token introduced by Urandot Finance's creator, Andre Crony, as having zero value. I love it. I love it. Uh, Wi-Fi is earned when people stake cryptocurrency in Urandot Finance's smart contract. Its main feature is to generate high amounts of interest on crypto deposited in smart contracts by displaying dispersing this money among different DeFi lending and liquidity protocols. So yeah, it remains to be seen again what this is going to mean long term for Yearn Finance, Coinbase, and the cryptocurrency space as a whole. Not quite sure, but it's definitely the start of something interesting. So yeah, all right. Well, hey, let's move on over and talk about the next all right so uh tokenized real estate we're talking about it again uh, i know we talked about it on this channel before but it was a different project and one i'm having a hard time remembering right now but jumping into things despite receiving hype as a potential killer app for blockchain tokenized real estate has in many ways failed to live up to its early promise however fintech startup renio has just launched an investment platform for tokenized united states commercial real estate covering a about $237 million worth of property at launch. So they're getting off on the right foot, I gotta admit. Uh, all of the properties listed are income pr producing, including medical facilities, residential blocks, and industrial buildings. So not too bad. Uh, the new program will allow investors to enter the commercial real estate market with a minimum investment of $5,000. Still a nice chunk of change, but not undoable for your standard run-of-the-mill investor. Uh, no fees for creating or maintaining account or buying tokens. That's nice. Uh, though due to regulations, any real estate investment tokens cannot be traded on secondary markets for up to 12 months after the offering is closed. So investors' funds are essentially locked in and illiquid for this period. So that is something to consider before you go plopping down $5,000. Uh, and at present, all potential investors must be accredited or qualified individuals that comply with the S United States SEC. Gotta love it. Uh, this could change in the future, though. Uh, it ultimately comes down to the choice of the tokenization client. Uh, it's 
Renio CEO Victor Viktorov explained, uh, most clients prefer having offerings that do not allow selling securities to unaccredited investors, but provide other benefits such as no limit on the amount to be raised. So there's some debate going back and forth on how exactly they're going to want to do this. They're probably going to stick with accredited investors just because they know those people have the cash to plop down large amounts. No offense to the rest of us schlubs, but that's just kind of how the world works. Whether you like it or not, it's just how it is. But still, it's good to see that someone is getting into the real estate tokenization game with a nice chunk of change and not just kind of like throwing pennies into the pool and seeing what happens. Keep an eye on it. Uh, hopping over, talk about Binance. They're making a pretty ingressive, aggressive push with DeFi themselves. Uh, following the launch of Binance's smart chain, an Ethereum-compatible blockchain with a keen focus on DeFi, the exchange is now doubling down on this strategy. At the company's World of DeFi Summit on Thursday, wow, they have their own summit, Binance's CEO, good old CZ, announced the launch of a $100 million investment fund devoted to projects building on the smart chain. Not too bad. Uh, the fund is geared specifically towards early stage startups and that further funding may be provided via existing investment channels like Binance X, Binance Labs, and others. Ooh, not too bad. Not too bad at all. Uh, one of the stated goals of the fund is to bridge the world of centralized finance and exchanges, or CFI, with the DeFi movement. Building on the smart chain will let projects benefit from Binance's vast existing user base. Uh, we've talked about it before on the channel. There are some really good benefits to DeFi. No KYC, uh, no limits. You can do what you want. Not a lot of eyes watching you. Centralized, uh, there's better protections. Definitely harder for scammy coins to make it to an exchange. And you can you know that your stuff is being watched by someone other than yourself that it's also in their best interest if nothing happens to your stuff. So there's there's trade-offs on both ends. Uh, the trade-off with this Binance Smart Chain is that Binance would have governance power in the projects it invests in. And the smart chain with its BNB-centric design would naturally favor the exchange due to the fees that it collects. So there's some salt to go with that sugar, but not too much. If you are a up-and-coming crypto project who needs funding, uh, Binance brings you a lot of benefits that may make it worth their while. So I expect we'll see some people developing on this rather soon. And then to kind of round things off, uh, we just got hit with another DeFi exit scam. So new liquidity mining pool YFDEXF.finance exited the market after defrauding investors of 20 million in total funds locked in its protocol. Sounds about right. The project shilled its vaporware hard on Twitter and messaging apps such as Discord over the past 48 hours. Uh, tracking down the details of the effort, but all traces of the scam appear to have been deleted at press time. So literally, they popped this up, shilled it, got people to invest in it, dumped it, deleted everything. Wow. Again, 
in this space, the crypto space, scams abound, the DeFi space, even more so, mostly because it's moving so fast. You know, Sushi Swap is like two weeks old and it's already a hugely popular space and the head of it made off with $12 million. So you've gotta be very, very careful in these things, but no risk, no reward, right? I, we're at that point where the people who invested in YFDEXF, if this hadn't been a scam, we might be talking about them two weeks from now as someone who's threatening sushi swap. So it's one of those things, do your own research and take the risks that you are comfortable making and never put down more money than you are willing to lose. If your choice is between buying crypto or paying rent, pay your rent, dear God. Because if you had put your money into Y, FTEXF, you would now not have rent and you would not have crypto. So please, 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 please be careful out there, people. But all right, so that does it for the trending articles in the crypto news space that I got for you today. Uh, thanks again to everyone who's subscribed. I really do appreciate it. And down in the description, you can find a link or links, depending on where you're finding this content, that'll take you to the articles discussed about today. And we're going to talk about the top 10 cryptocurrencies by market cap, excluding stable coins. So get out of here, Tether. Uh, Bitcoin is up a percent. Ethereum's up four. XRP's up 1.8. Chainlink's up six. Bitcoin Cash up one. Polkadot's down three and a half. Binance Coin is essentially flat. Litecoin is up 1.38 percent. Bitcoin SV is down two and a half percent. Crypto.com Coin is up 0.61 percent. Uh, all these coins seem to be recovering moderately well from the price destruction that occurred over the past few days. I hate to see it, but I'll be honest with the state of the world and the United States' economy right now, I would not be surprised if we see another dump, especially if tech stocks continue to take the beating that they are. But that will do it for today. Again, my name is John. This is Crypto Top 10, so stop by tomorrow. Check us out again. Bye.